0: stories podcast, your number one show for everything guitar. Hello, Dan. Hey, Andy. How, How are you, doing? you? good. 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 I am, good. Good. Uh, we always seem so surprised when we start this podcast, like, Oh my god, we made it like number 41. I can't believe that we were on number 41. <laughs> it was number 40 last week. Sure. What, a, what a surprise. I mean, it's and it should not be a surprise yeah. that the next number is going to be 42. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it will be but still it, f- it feels fresh so that's yeah pretty it cool. really really does yeah. yeah um how are you all good, all things well because we haven't spoken oh, yeah. in pre-chat <laughs> that is correct <laughs> genuinely busy.
1: this week. Yeah. well i'm still on, on uh parental leave so i'm still enjoying the sun and the kids so that's pretty cool oh, mate. taking some time away from the guitar and uh you know not not breathing thinking and and what else? Sleeping, eating, No, Ibanez, I can't eat eat Ibanez, but at least not not 24 seven Ibanez, which I love, but uh, it's good to kind of get get some distance uh, to kind of recharge batteries and, you know, spend time times with the kids. So that's, that's lovely. That's good.
0: I'm happy for you. Happy for you having all that time (laughs) off. I'm not at all uh, envious or angry or planning to take you down in any way. I, I feel good for you. (laughs) not angry at all I'm not angry I'm just disappointed so Um, you had had a a birthday party last night is that correct yeah we've had two birthday related things this week Um, the one was my son was four (laughs) yesterday and we had the easiest four year olds birthday party I'd ever been to it was just it was just uh, almost a breeze apart from the fact that these kids were not paying any attention to the multitudes of activities we (laughs) planned for them (laughs) They're like, no, I'm just gonna go and sit on that tractor and fight over who's gonna drive it around. Then we're gonna solve it amicably, okay? <laughs> don't you right. want to go and find the treasure and and you know? Don't you want to play this game, this dancing game? Nope. Just let me bounce on this trampoline and kick the football, okay? <laughs> so yeah, that was a that was well, a good one. Life can be pretty
1: easy, especially with mm. kids. But you said they they solved it amicably. Um, usually. Your kids, because how do how do they uh, solve such such a situation? I know, like that situation, it just comes down to hitting the other one. That's that's the way to find a solution.
0: Well, <laughs> we had other kids, so uh, there was a there was a buffer. Um ah,
1: right, okay, that
0: makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, I'm just checking the chat comments because hello to everybody that's <laughs> in the chat at the moment. We're checking audio, are uh, checking all the stuff. Um, uh a few people said my audio is a little bit low so I'm going to start speaking a bit a little bit higher. Um but uh yeah uh it was a good week although although I will wait for the news for this section but I did make a bit of a birthday boo boo today. Um No oh, how how come? Uh well I'm going to wait for the news section. So okay. Uh you know it's it's called a, it's called a tease in the business in the podcast uh business. Yeah. What we would do now, we normally go to uh, to to a break, you know, a commercial break. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Is by the way, uh, speaking of breaks, is everything working fine? Because I I read that uh, camera stuck a little bit.
0: Is that already solved? You look jerky as a piece of beef jerky. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You're jerky as heck, mate. I don't know what's going on with you. Uh, Do you want me to
1: refresh quickly? I can easily refresh and see if that's. Yeah,
0: I mean, out. why why not get rid of you and and then have you back again? Because uh, right. Dan is moving with a very low frame rate. Apparently, it's just me. Everybody, it's just me. Finally, I have control of the show. Let's talk fuzz pedals. Oh no, Doctor Dan is back! Oh, there he is. How's that? Uh, still pretty awful. Just, But your audio is good, so, you know, that's fine. I wonder what the problem here is. Uh, I, was, I wasn't I was saying anything nasty about you, but I, I, you know. Yeah, don't get rid of Dan. Okay, Valerie, we won't get I rid of I had
1: YouTube on. Come on. I was listening to what you were saying.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> sugar. Oh, in that case, um, that was the other Andy that you couldn't see. That was Bob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me change to the webcam. Dan let's see, we can try.
0: I mean, I don't know, Dan's apparently got a super fast internet, but I don't believe it. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't believe it at all. But um, yeah, I'd love to go to the news as soon as we sort Dan's stuff out because there's some some things happened today or last night. And, um, and also, um, since then, is that your webcam? Nope, that is your webcam. <laughs> oh, God, no one's gonna know that you've borrowed my webcam. Therefore, that reference is really complicated. Mm. But now they know. What are you drinking? Uh, is iced that ca- coffee? Is that cow juice? Oh. No, ice coffee. Oh. No. Um, I, I can't do that. It makes me Cassie. Um, before we go to the news, I just need to point <laughs> out that Studio Camille is still boss of the stream. So he got back on top of the boss stream last week by, um, by doing other super chat. And he's still boss of the stream which um we 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 need to unseat him. I I'm, I'm actually tempted to give give us a super chat myself if I if I had the the knowledge and the funds. <laughs> um that would be
1: lame that, that would it would be lame. It would wouldn't it?
0: It'd be it'd be, it'd be less lame if you did it though. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can, can you maybe, stop maybe typing to under- people in the chat? I feel left out. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just said hello. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, it's nice to have you. Should we should we do some news? Yeah, please. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not actually sure what's going to happen when we press these buttons on this live stream because we have we actually have had a few technical issues. So um, let's find out. Boom. Oh, we're back. that was loud. That was yeah. good. All, all we did was just just do that. I'm going to turn that down a little bit. Um, in fact, I don't think the audience heard it. Uh, news, first news, let me get my, my OBS screen up. We've got this one, which is, there was a fire last night, um, so this is a serious news, a structure fire in Huntington Park, uh, where uh, boutique amp distributions build all their stuff, uh, which includes things like Friedman amplifiers, Morgan amplifiers, Wampler pedals, and the rest of stuff they do. Um Thankfully, firstly, nobody was hurt. um, And lots of news was going around that things were destroyed and things were really in bad shape. But there's been an update from Avi from Boutique App app Distribution, I beg your pardon. And uh, he said that the manufacturing building was ablaze earlier this evening. The fire department did an amazing job. Hang on, let me bring that so everybody can see it there. The fire was an amazing job. The fire department did an amazing Job in preventing the fire from consuming the entire structure. The firefighters are the true heroes. They absolutely are. Uh, the back mm-hmm. portion of the building, and um, there's a portion of the building that is not part of boutique amp distribution, and uh, that's the part that was on fire. So it's not actually boutique amp distribution that was on fire. It was the other part of the building, which was leased by somebody else. And. Mm. Um, I was talking to our good friend Henning earlier, who happened to be as he is on the phone to another person whilst I was talking to him because, you know, two hands. And he was talking to Dennis Shock from Boutique App Distribution. And Dennis said that um, they put up this, um, this wood, wooden wall of two and a half centimetres thick. Uh, is it O O M C O F C OFC? Something something with O in it. And um, that stopped the fire, believe it or not, a, a two and a half centimeter wooden wall, stopped the fire from going into boutique amp distribution. Wow. So, uh, yes, they're fine. But now they're sadly suffering water damage, which you can read on screen if you're if you're watching the video, because of course, putting out fires require water, which is it's kind of sad and ironic, but uh, mm-hmm. it's going to affect everybody. But uh, I guess we don't know how much they don't know how much there's no official statement I've seen yet. Cause they said they were going to send it to me and they haven't. Let me just check. No, but, um, yeah. Any, any thoughts on that then?
1: Well, making a already tough situation already even more tough with, uh, spare parts and, you know, the general yeah. supply situation. But like you said, and like you wrote, it, it could have been much worse. So I'm, I'm very happy to hear that, uh, yeah, they just like suffered some 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 damage, but it wasn't consumed all by the fire. I mean, we've we've seen that especially with the bushfires and stuff like that, you know, when buildings are gone within minutes. Yeah. And uh, you know, especially, you know, they work with with uh with wood, <laughs> obviously. So that's stuff that's it's pretty easy to burn. I Absolutely. Mean, well, well, hopefully the guys
0: can get it up and running there quickly. That would be good to see. I hope so, but again, you know, we'll, we'll, I can't, I was going to say something like I was a real news presenter. We'll keep you posted. We won't because we don't know anything either. (laughs) I was just trying to be positive and and wish them well. So uh, all the guys, if you're listening, because I know you do, I wish you uh, well from us at the Guitar Stories podcast and keep making amps and pedals, please. We need them. The world needs your stuff. (laughs) <laughs> uh, news item number two is that it is my birthday in 10 days time, which we kind of mentioned on the podcast last week. And I've posted a video on the channel saying that uh, I am officially now giving away 40 prizes thanks to the brands that I've partnered with. And i um, the channel needs to have 40,000 subs it increased today by 300, which is more than it has done in a while in a day. But we still need to keep going. And I've got some awesome prizes. And I thought we could give a little sort of preview because I'm doing an update video in a few days um, to actually nail down what it is that we're giving away because I only knew certain things. So would you like an update, Dan and people of the podcast? Absolutely. Good, because I was gonna do it regardless of what everybody said. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want I'm uh, just bringing up, just bringing up the the spreadsheet now, Dan. You know, because I'm that organized. Uh, wow. We have, um, in almost alphabetical order,
1: what? a couple things. Didn't you give away already a couple things with yesterday's video that has already two thousand clicks?
0: No, nothing.
1: You got well, nothing in the, th- in the thumbnail. I can see some things.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry, hang on. You mean give away what things are included? I thought you meant give them away as in give... Well, that's a new thumbnail that I added today once I had things um, locked down. So, here we go. In almost alphabetical order, we have uh, a Vespa fuzz pedal from Beatronics. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. I've played it. I have one. It's brilliant. We have um, a Bulldog... Guitar hanger, a very high-end aluminium guitar hanger that I, that I have also, uh, really? a Carl Martin Plexi Ranger, Ooh. a GR. Uh, hang on, you have to. What is this? <laughs> Probably a GRX forty.
1: A GRX forty. Green. Yeah, from from Ibanez.
0: Where's the jingle? Oh, hang on, I can't do spreadsheets and jingles. From do you want to say it, Dan? Ibanez. <laughs> <laughs> that'll never not be funny um, so yeah we're giving away a guitar Th- thank you Dan for organising that um, yeah. yeah you're a legend and um, someone's going to win an Ibanez uh, IK Multimedia are giving away Amplitude 5 Max plus Total Studio 3 Max plus 3 lots of 500 custom shop credits which is a total Ooh. value of about uh, 500 1000 about 2500 euros Um, which is awesome. Uh, Isotope are also giving away lots and lots of stuff. Uh, A Mixer Master Bundle plus some community appreciation bundles. We use Isotope software on this podcast, so we love them. Jupiter Effects is giving away a pedal of your choice. I won't give away everything. I'll just give away some things that I've already announced. Um, Orange are giving away a Terra stamp. Walrus Audio are giving away the new Polychrome Flanger which is the one we talked about on the show uh, maybe last week, the week before. Uh, we've got some stuff from Two Notes, some microphones from Lewitt, and um, some guitar courses and one-on-one Skype sessions for, for learning with uh, a certain friend of mine who used to play with Brian May, Mr. Jamie Humphreys. So, yeah. Nice. So there's some great prizes, and I'm so happy that, that everyone was su- super involved in, in getting this done. So I hope the channel reaches 40,000. So we can give them away. Hmm. No. if you haven't it. subbed already, maybe you should do it. You know, it's easy. I'll drop easy the link work. actually into this video description. Uh, if you're listening yeah. and watching on YouTube. If not, I'm sure you can find me by Oh, go to my Instagram. And it's on the bio link because YouTube are weird about posting links. <laughs> by the way, isn't there a stretch goal too? There is also two hmm. stretch goals, Dan. Thanks for pointing them out. Mm. Wow. If we hit 45,000 subscribers, which I really don't expect <laughs> us to, but why not? Um, I've forgotten the stretch goal for that one. Uh, what was I going to do for the- You know that one. You know more than I do. You were watching on your living room TV. I was actually thinking about the 50K stretch goal. Oh, 50K. Remind me again. Uh, someone in the chat will remind me what the 45 is. But the 50K, I'm going to give away my boss, Centaur. Um, Enclosure. So- yeah it's not actually a boss centaur it's not a boss and it's not a centaur but it is a pedal that looks like a boss centaur if a boss centaur existed called the ct3 which i built for the april Fools' prank it's just an empty shell and um it does nothing it doesn't even light up anymore because the battery's dead but uh I, i'd have to take the battery out if i shipped it so i really don't want to give that away but um if we reach fifty thousand subscribers then i will give it away <laughs> Does anyone know what I promised for? Four- oh yeah! Thank you, Christopher Lewis. Thank you. I totally... Oops, I've clicked the wrong button because it's scrolling so fast. Christopher Lewis, if we hit forty-five thousand subs, uh, someone gets to be crowned king or queen or any other title they want, that, within reason, um, of the 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 not the channel, but the subs for a whole year. Well, half a year. Ooh. The rest of twenty twenty-one. <laughs> So okay. you could be King Dan, for example. All right. Or what? What? What title would you choose? What title? Maybe something like, I don't know. Dan the Emperor. The Emperor.
2: Emperor
1: <laughs> the, the just the
0: Emperor, not even Emperor Dan.
2: No,
1: no, the Emperor. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I, 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 <laughs> speaking of Star Wars, we today uh, Andy sent me a text, and he was, he was telling me he's Batman. And I replied, "Okay, I can deal with
0: that as long as I can be the Mandalorian." And andy, can you elaborate? What do you
1: What do you read, And I
0: wrote back because <laughs> I'm a lyrical <laughs> genius. I am the Bat Mandalorian, which How is cool the is crossover that, right? we need. Imagine that Batman is the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, and the Mandalorian is Batman, and they they have all the you know the belt and all the things. It's pretty close. It's just Bruce Wayne's got a lot of money.
1: That's cool. Like a Batman made of Beskar, car.
0: The Batman DeLorean. I like it. Thing. I like it. Um, anyway, so that's the giveaway. We're <laughs> going to do some um, some gear now. We've got some new gear picks. Uh, yeah. All right. Before I do, Hennings in the chat. Hello, Henning. And there uh, are some prizes. Someone's not mentioning that someone is me and Henning is giving away One of his drum courses, which is phenomenal and great to eat popcorn to.
2: He's also giving away
0: something else. And Henning, if you don't mind, I'm not going to tell people what that is yet because it's so awesome that I want people to wait. Dan doesn't even know what it is, so I barely know what it is. But it is so awesome that I'm not going to mention it until I do the announcement video because it's brilliant. And uh, Henning's going to be probably in that announcement video just to announce them himself, because why not? Okay, we have our guest. Sure. He is in the green room. Um, we're going to run through the gear uh, picks of the week. And then we will be joined by our guest this week. Anthony. Yeah, Dan, do you want to go first? Yeah, please. So uh, let me just quickly switch it. Hi. Hi, Dan. Hi. Got some gear for us?
1: Maybe. <laughs>
2: I really hope so. <laughs>
1: no, no. Um, actually, I'm just wondering why you don't see any gear because I'm switched. Oh, let me quickly just cameras here because otherwise Obi.
0: Obi Wan and... can Obi.
1: <laughs> there you Ooh. go. Can you see the gear. Yay! Now I can see it. They look so, nice. What are they? These are Manson guitars, and they uh, uh, revealed a spectacular collection of tenth anniversary models, the MA series. I don't know what MA actually stands for, but I really like those. So Manson could it guitar, be
0: Manson anniversary.
1: I, I think the MA is, is already a established name, like RG or you know. But I could be completely wrong. Mandalorian so, <laughs> actually, Angie. it's. it's yeah probably it's they they write it's based on the ma evo body shape <laughs> which is even funnier but anyways um yeah <laughs> guitars made of swamp ash uh 10 unique guitars with like very cool um specs like um sustainics in the bridge position and so nice. many knobs yeah that's that's pretty cool and, and the colors um let me just browse you through a couple of colors these are pretty wicked look at these that is that nice? I'm still seeing the same image. <laughs> no, <laughs> why is that? I wonder why is that? It should refresh within a second. The Batman the Batmanson Bat the lorry. that's also oh,
0: good. Yeah. Look at those. They are sparkly. They are sort of T shaped. They, yeah. is that, are they B benders or something behind the bridge on that one? Or is that, oh, no, that's an effects pedal built in, isn't it? Being Manson. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so uh, you've got so much i think um they have a, a custom circuit like uh, a fast factory or a night sky or stuff like that and um you know roasted yeah, roasted yeah roasted uh, necks with flame maple um ebony rosewood or ra- roasted fretboards and so many knobs I, I'm, I'm just intrigued just to fiddle around with these you know and, and just give them give them a little bit of a try run on the pedal course I mean, they look cool, and especially the yeah. blue one. I thought that this is something that you might enjoy too.
0: Uh, is that uh, the night sky, switch? the one that's on screen right now? Um, whatever the Sh- one is at the top image right now, with sort of, it looks like a night sky, but with could be, yeah, yeah. Could it, be. it kind of How looks. Are oh, oh, hello! I like this. This How is you,
1: uh, the blue one is nice, right?
0: This is a blue one, and if you haven't yeah. seen this, if you're listening to the audio version, go and check these out. I'm sure they're on Instagram. I'm sure that's where Dan found the pictures. Um, I like it. I like it yeah. very much. And anyone in the Stop. chat that thinks that it isn't nice is obviously a doo-doo head. <laughs> yeah, these are very nice. Oh, again, the phone is ringing. Oh, Dan's phone. It's, it's it's the <laughs> doo-doo head.
1: Yeah, probably. It's, it's Oh, no, it's Matt Bellamy. He's calling. It's Matt Bellamy.
0: Stop showing pictures. Right, you're getting the specs wrong. Well. All right, I like that. I, I like to? that. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool. Oh, I and, will uh, say, though, the, the tailpiece on it looks very strange.
1: Well, it's just a regular tunomatic
0: bridge. No, the and, tailpiece uh, looks like it's got tiny little... Oh, like little... the tailpiece? Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: what's that? Oh, I think that's probably just something to retain, uh, retain the bar so it doesn't get loose once you change strings. Ah. Ah. Oh. You know? Oh well, because that's that's one of the most tedious things when you have a when you have a Les Paul and you, with a nice top and you change strings and then all of a sudden the hardware is kind of stretching on, yeah, over the top. Oh, that's B stock now.
0: <laughs> yeah, got a house full of B yeah. stocks, mate. Uh, <laughs> what else have you got for us, Danielson? Ah, uh, number
1: two, pick number two is this little fellow, and it might
0: take a second until it's there. Do you know this guy? That's Lee Malia with an Epiphone RD, his signature Epiphone RD. And I That's love correct. that Epiphone RD.
1: That is correct. And I was, this is why it took me by surprise to find out, and this is actually not news, it's more like olds, that he is now with another company called Paoletti Guitars, which is an Italian guitar maker. Oh, and, they uh, make they great have like whole, stuff. Yeah, they have a whole series. I mean, the old ones, these ones, you're probably still very well aware of... Uh, the um the artisan les paul the rd and also the the explorer because yes. i think those were f- fan favorites um you should see the image pretty soon and um, yeah, so i was really surprised to see him leave uh epiphone and go with pauletti and uh you know i love
0: that explorer i love that rd i'm not a massive fan of that les paul but it actually is growing on me seeing them all three together so yeah
1: yeah, but wait until you see the new stuff. Uh, God, I man, mean, probably, the like new like stuff. I said is yeah. yeah uh, pictures incoming. Just give it a sec. Um, there you go. How's that? Oh, is that nice? So what? What do we see? We have a jazz master. It's called the One One Two Loft. Limalia signature. It's oh, uh, feature. It features a P ninety in the neck position and a regular humbucker. And that's a gorgeous-looking guitar. It's got a, a sunburst finish that is already distressed, heavily distressed. Mm. And uh, I like I like the specs because it's uh, it's it's a little bit uh, it, you know it, it goes away from the traditional style because, for instance, it's uh, got a reclaimed chestnut body, you know. And this is something that I, I find chestnut. intriguing. Chestnut, yeah. Very strange. Cool? Very strange. Yeah, yeah. And then you have a p90 and a PAF pickup. So in the neck, actually, that's also interesting, the neck pickup has 7.8 kilo ohms, the p90 and the, the PAF on the bridge only has 6.8 kilo ohms with a okay. split.
0: Well, so it's... I actually wondered who Lee Malia was because before he had the Epiphone sandwiches, I had no idea who this guy was. And he's the guitar player in bring me the horizon. Is that yeah, correct? correct? Is that how yeah, you say yeah, it? Yeah. Um, Young dude, certain... I mean, he's, yeah, good yep. player, good 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 band. I got into the band because of of Epiphone, and and I really like the palette guitars. I like the way they they have this finish that just lets the grain show through so beautifully. Um, I think it was Daryl Brown that had one uh, like a Strat type one, and uh, mm. it's mm-hmm. absolutely gorgeous. And the the pickguard arrangement is beautiful. Yeah, I dig it hard. Yeah. Also, the second, like the the traditional, it's called the Stratospheric Loft.
1: <laughs> oh, ho, ho. <laughs> stratospheric it's also pretty nice you know with uh yeah. with the body wood that you can see through it looks mm-hmm. like like a guitar from the 60s that has been heavily played so um it's called light melon finish light melon yellow uh, again on a chestnut body and i really i'm really intrigued to see and, and and would love to to uh you know try them out just to see how chestnut reacts and how well these guitars are made and you know given it's a given it's a italian uh, luthier we might see them at a i don't know Maybe guitar summit or
0: something like a I hope trail so. show or something? Yeah. I hope so. Um Henning is spamming the chat with comments, just hoping that we pick one of them. So I have. <laughs> is he
1: picking on me because I was talking about killer ohms?
0: Yes, probably. Well, Nerd! Uh... Nerd alerts! <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. I like it. Um, do you have two picks or three picks this week? I've got one more. Okay, one more. Uh, what is your one me, more, sir? Me.
1: My one more is... Uh, Hang on, I'm not PSP. ready, I'm not ready. I'm ready. Okay, okay, okay. It probably is going to take a while because today was release day for a couple of Ivanis news. Uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and this wonderful guitar that you can see here is like the top-of-the-line model uh, model for the Advanced Acoustic Series. And uh-huh. what I find striking about those is uh, not just like the regular... Um, configuration of the woods you know it's, it's spruce top and you know all high end woods but what I find pretty cool is uh, can you see the neck how it goes into the body I can isn't that, isn't that gorgeous I mean we I should mean, probably describe it for
0: the podcast
1: but uh, I yeah, can see it's, it. it yeah it's kind of tilted and smooth so you have the full access you can actually put a capo on the 13th thread uh, so 13th thread I mean that's that's insane right are you telling I've me put-
0: there are acoustic guitars that have frets more than five? Hang on. Yeah, but don't don't tell anyone. I, I need to, to see, see these things. I need to yeah. see <laughs> the guitar, these acoustic guitars with more than five frets on them. <laughs> no, really. Like, advanced acoustics, we've
1: talked about those. It's, uh, they have yeah. a new body shape. It's called Grand Dreadnought. And... Uh, uh, they're supposed to be, you know, for the modern player, they have, uh, uh, like a tiny magnetic pickup in the neck position and they have a lot of, um, like modern style pickups, um, a transducer pickup and stuff like that. And you can blend it in. So it's ideal for those kind of tapping players that hit the body pretty hard.
0: Oh, I've just seen a comment on the live chat from Michael. These what these pics were these pics were all burners for me in the buy, borrow and burn. <laughs> Dan, you are not doing well, son. You are not doing well. Um, I can live with that. I can live
1: with that. No problem at all.
0: Wait till no they see what well. I've got. What else have we got, Dan? I mean, how, <laughs> how many pictures have you got of these uh, Ibanez guitars? well, that's just they're just the
1: same. It's called the AAD uh, four hundred. Which is yeah. top of the line model. And yeah. then uh, what I what I really like because we had him on the show is the JGM five, which is oh. a more affordable version of the John Gunn signature guitar. And, and how much more affordable cool. is
0: that? It's like half the price? Oh, yeah, I think
1: it's half the price.
0: So yeah. twice as affordable. You put- if I just done the math, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. And what what's 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 striking here is that um you know the, the sides on the back they are not made of solid wood, but apart from that, it's it's pretty much like the the original one, and uh, it clocks in at half half of the original price. And uh, accompanying this signature guitar, we also have a regular model. It's called the PA 300, which is a little the little sister of the John Gom signature, and it's and it's a little bit comparable like um, Steve Vai and the RG series. So you have the fancy signature guitar with the black top and the Fishman ah. uh, Fishman pickups and everything, which is, you know, more expensive—not crazy yeah. expensive, but more expensive. If you go for the J JGM three uh, JGM um, ten, that's like very expensive. I mean, a guitar for three thousand euros—it's not something that everybody can can afford. But with that said, or oh, three and a half thousand euros. But with that said, with the PA three hundred, you've got a package that has like the core ingredients are pretty much the same. You know, the pickups, they are changed for similar ones, but uh, less expensive from Ibanez, Uh, but the scale length is the same. The wood is very close. And the overall feeling of this guitar is pretty close to the signature guitar. And this is what I like a lot. And I've played all of them already. We have prototypes and, and like early samples already in the office. And I'm very, very pleased with these. And uh, what I find interesting, and that's, again, where we're diving. I mean, this is called the guitar story. So we're diving a little bit deeper into the nerdy stuff. Uh, two points that I would like to point out. One is the asymmetrical body. Can you see that it's kind of you know, shifted? To the, like the upper bowel of the body is a little bit leading so offset, talking the, the lower bound, offset, yeah, a little bit like like an offset guitar, not not yeah. really offset, but slightly. You've got thermo aged woods, and what I find interesting um, is that the scale length is actually extended, so it's a twenty five point seven five scale. So uh, 65.5 centimeters. It's a little bit longer. And this extra length is actually supposed to give you a little bit more snap when you detune the guitar. And when you do like crazy, crazy open chords and stuff like that, and that works pretty well. So I tried, like I said, I tried it already a little bit and I'm not by no means a, a, a finger style player, but uh, the resonances and the sounds that you could get from those, that was, that was uh, pretty good. So uh, yeah, these are my picks and uh, Everyone who's, who's in the market for a more modern, progressive guitar, check out either the AAD or the JGM or the PA300. A lot of interesting offerings. And uh, yeah, they, they got released today. So I, I found it was a pretty appropriate um, pick of the week.
0: Yeah, and I just realized I've been playing the wrong Ibanez jingle. It's that one. Thank you. Go. pardon. beg <laughs> your pardon to it's all much the people a- that were expecting that one. <laughs>
1: It's much more pleasing.
0: Yeah, the bicycle <laughs> horn is for for no one. That we don't even have. We need a, uh, someone to, to deserve a bicycle horn. But we do have the DJ air horn. But I'm not going anywhere near that. Okay. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> picks, Dan. Shall we yeah. just do mine and then we'll talk to Anthony? Yeah, of course. I've only got two this week. All right. Pick Pick of, the of the week. Woo. Andy's pick of the week this week. Here we are. The first one is this one. It is a whole bunch of Gretsch guitars. And I have recently got into Gretsch. I've never really picked up many Gret Gretches? Gretchi? Gretchen's. And I went about to Klangfarb, I picked up a few, and I was really surprised how much I like the more affordable ones. Like, it's pretty clear that if you're going to pick up a 2,000 Euro Gretsch or 3,000 you know, Countryman or something, that that's going to be a classic guitar. Uh, and the Brian Setzer one. But I picked up the ones that were sort of sub 500, and they were really yeah. fun and a really cool alternative to like an Apiphone Les Paul Jr. or something. Um, but now um, we've got these two new models from Gretsch: the Streamliner Center Block and the Center Block Junior P90s. So I've got a bunch of pictures for those people that uh, are in the visual world. Um, mm. This is the Junior P90 on screen right now, and it's like a champagne finish. Uh, don't quote me on the uh, colors because uh, I am not a nerd. But uh, there's, <laughs> there's another one. This is called Minty Green Green, and uh, it's got Minchy a Bigsby. Minty Green, I, I'm making these names up. To describe them, this okay. is a smaller body. So it's a junior, so it's not like a sort of 335 size. It's more um, it's more like a Les Paul junior size, but it's semi-hollow. It's got mm-hmm. a Bigsby trem on some of them and a hard trem on some others. They're all P90s. Uh, it's got some really subtle inlays on this, which I, I can't quite see what they are from the pictures. But they look kind of like, I don't know, like, like hexagons or, or something like that. And then they've got... Mm-hmm you know, a, a, a tort guard, which is which is gorgeous. Um, I think fits, that they've nailed the design.
1: finish very well. Absolutely.
0: Right. Um, let me just I'm trying to just pick there. This is my absolute favorite. This oh, one uh-huh. is I'm actually gonna find the color for this. This is gun metal, even though it looks blue in the picture. This is the wait for it. Wait, hang on. Wait for it. I fans G2622T-P90 Gunmetal. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh it it's is more 335, color. it's a bigger body. Um mm-hmm. And they're only I say only that about 599 for this in euros for this model. Oh. Uh or 559 and 500 for the Hang on, 559 for the ones with the bigsby and a little bit less like 50 bucks less for the the hardtails. Um mm-hmm. So these, yeah, the pickups. They,
1: these are P90s. Is that like a metallic cover?
0: It's like a like a staple um, staple color. Ah, all right, that's. Um,
1: cool. I, I'm digging I'm this color hard. I mean, this is a very this, subtle kind of blue grayish. Uh, very tone. nice.
0: It's kind of like a like yeah, a yeah. dark Pellon blue, isn't it? Like a yeah yeah. Like if you tried to paint okay. Pellon blue, but you just painted black and didn't wash your brush properly. That's what that looks like.
1: Oh, huh, all right.
0: They do one in tobacco burst, which is probably not called tobacco burst, like a barrel burst. Um, mm-hmm. They do the same color in the junior, which is hardtail and oh, the tail. Piece. Hard, the tail hard, piece. Yeah, the yes. V tail piece. I just think it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, it is. It's it is. Got, It's got a slim U neck as well, which I've never played in my life as, as far as I know. So yeah, we'll we'll see about that. Let's see if I can get one there. So hopefully there's lots of mm. love for this in the in the in the chat right now because I think these guitars are brilliant and they're priced appropriately. Mm-hmm. Um, the body I think it's did, great. You,
1: did you already mention the body wood?
0: No, uh, let me let me go up. Um, the body wood is wood. Uh, no, All right. It's a, it's a laminated mahogany mahogany body. Okay, uh, at good. least on on one of them, uh, a NATO neck and a laurel fingerboard. So they're using slightly alternative woods, meaning the price comes mm-hmm. down, much like uh, other brands these days. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good point. Um, With semi hollows out, I'd always go for laminated sides and, and and backs, and I mean top, obviously, mm-hmm. because otherwise it's just you know you you get so many dings and dongs over time if you play it. There's no point in having solid woods on a on a jazz
0: guitar. Doesn't, yeah the the, the 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 spruce center. there's a spruce center block sorry on the larger ones that i, I forgot uh-huh. to mention um, All right, cool. so giving it that little bit of snap uh yeah I, i'm so into these guitars i i, I wanted to play one are you trying yeah. to get them on the channel too uh of course and i may have already succeeded who knows? Oh right! Who knows? <laughs> who, who, who knows? Um, well, I can always yes. pop to Klangfarb in Vienna. They'll always let me play them, so uh, I've always got yeah. access to Gretsch. Uh, I'm going to move on to my next pick, which is the new pedal from TC Electronic, which uh, I managed to review this week, and I just happened to have the only one in the world. So you know, it was pretty fun to do that. <laughs> <laughs> humble brag, <laughs> humble brag, not so humble. Uh, i dig this pedal dan so hard it it it, and i'm i'm not saying because they sent it to me and i have to say nice things you know that's not the way i operate i was so surprised by how much i loved this 55 euro pedal uh it is it is staying on my board it is so good i had so much fun with it it's it's just like a like a clonny kind of overdrive but with a fat mode and there's a few more tricks up its sleeve it's just good. You know, you just come across something sometimes and it's good. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's Did good.
1: It... I think when I read about the pedal, I saw that, uh, was it the company itself, TC Electronics, that des- described it uh, like in comparison with, with a dozen t- clones, like 10 times the clone power or something? Or was that someone else? I'm not sure.
0: I didn't read that and it wasn't me, but uh, okay, I don't know, but... Uh, it's one of those pedals that I don't care what it's based on. It's fifty nine, fifty five ish bucks, and it sounds great. So mm. what's to argue? Uh, and it's also mm. not a rebranded yeah. Behringer pedal, which people are, are asking a lot. It's, it's a new design from TC. That's pretty um, cool. And there is some hints that TC are kind of coming back in the sense that they're not just bought know into the into music tribe there's they're actually going to be coming back with what i would say is arguably some of the best re- reverbs and delays in, in in the market of of, of recent times uh, i love the tc mm. stuff since music yep. tribe since they joined music tribe sorry and since they're Behringer owned things changed a lot um but it seems that things are changing again and I I'm skirting around some things that I'm not allowed to talk about. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what I
1: find interesting is that it's got so many hidden uh hidden features like uh the, the switch between true bypass and buffered bypass. Oh, there you go. Oh, and he is well prepared. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, So that's that's stuff that you find on on uh, pedals in their price range necessarily. And um did you mention in the video, because I I kind of didn't watch it from the very start, that it's limited edition
0: they're making 2000 with germanium. uh, Wait a minute diodes. I said transistors in my video, I think I think some someone got confused. It was probably me. Um, Hmm. Yeah, so they're making 2000 with these germanium diodes. And that cleverly, they're not saying they're only making 2000. They're saying the first 2000 will, or, or they're saying that the 2000 will have germanium diodes. They have not said, and I've read this clearly or carefully, um, that there are not going to be any more. So I don't know if that's mm-hmm. clever marketing. I genuinely do not know if there are going to be more, but it's clever marketing to say that they're limited. I, d- I don't think they've ever said anywhere that it's limited to 2000. Um, mm-hmm. But what I can say is that since I posted the video, I can tell through my affiliate links that when people buy stuff, um, a lot have been sold. All right. Sounds good. Reminds oh my me. A goodness. Bit the, the... Sorry, Dan, we've got a new, no um, way. New boss of the stream no way. Power, nonetheless has just dropped a massive $10 <laughs> super chat. And is now king of the st- king of the stream. No boss of the stream. You can be king as wow. well, Dave, my friend. It's nice to see you. And um, <laughs> I miss you. Sorry, sorry. I overexcited Dan. But um, yeah, what were you going to say?
1: Dan? <laughs> I was just about to say that uh, it reminds me a little bit of the the PV guitars, the new old stock ones, where they said that they are they're going to build the first ones from their old NOS uh, wood library, and then yep. kind of proceed with with the next batch with with newer woods. Uh, so that could could be something. I mean, two thousand pieces is still a lot given that that the pedal hype that we currently see, you know, pedals, they are hyped one day and then two weeks after that, they're kind of forgotten, Um, you know. After that initial rush. For me, that's a a a top top tip, Dan.
0: That is close to, I wouldn't say pedal of the year, but certainly for me, big surprises of the year, you know?
1: All right. That sounds Uh, very interesting. When you take the
0: price into account, always taking the price into account for 59 bucks, I was truly, truly shocked to be having so much fun um oh. and i've well that's, saw be, the video. that's pretty cool thanks yeah I, i've got another pick and then we can go on to anthony we've got some gibson guitars which um i don't really talk about a lot but i had to because i have to be honest with you guys <laughs> that i was floored by this color which is my consistently favorite favorite gibson color olive drab green um and they've done this this series it's called the exclusives collection in olive drab and ebony finishes and i just had to share it because i, I think the olive drab is my favorite finish um my favorite one is the chris cornell 335 or one of the three mm-hmm. threes um in olive drab the one that was in a star is born that bradley uh i never remember his surname bradley cooper Uh, I always want to call him Bradley Walsh, which, if any British people are listening, you know who that is. Um, um, He was a TV, is a TV presenter. It's nowhere near Bradley Bradley Cooper. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So (laughs) I'm going to run through these very quickly because there's loads of them. Uh, There's another picture of it if you're watching. Uh, We've got. I'm hiding that. Oh, you're hiding behind me. Okay, that's just a little sneaky. Then there's a Les Paul version, uh, which uh, it doesn't work for Uh... me.
1: Nope, for doesn't me, work yeah. for me.
0: Um, just we've wrong. got the ebony Les Paul, which when I sent this to you, Dan, <gasps> what was what did you say? I was like, I, I don't really see a point that
1: ebony is an exclusive color. I mean, with the with the olive drab, like you said, it reminded me a lot of the Chris Cornell signatures. But with ebony, uh, uh, it's just s- such a what?
0: <laughs> HP is now the king. Hang on a minute. Has he just fifty oh. euros? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His what have I got to do? Yours. Because th- this started off as something silly. Now it's got super silly. Mr. HP42 <laughs> has just super chatted <laughs> 50 euros. He wants to be king. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Dan, I'm I... finding no reason to argue with that. Not me neither. Actually, I was
1: I was cons- I was thinking like I think someone posted already next week. Do we already have a guest for next week? Because
0: otherwise, we would probably have to invite Henning. To we do a- already have a guest. We have an exclusive next week.
1: All right. All right. Okay.
0: Uh, I can say that we have ah. Mikey Demus from Redbeard and Skinred, uh, the band, and he's going to be coming on with an exclusive. So, all right. Yeah. Sorry, Henning. Unless you you've got a big red beard and uh, play left handed. <laughs>
2: We should have done Henning for 42,
0: though, shouldn't we? What a bunch of idiots. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it for 43, just but, to annoy him. Thank you, Henning. No,
1: no, 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 no. We have with, with, uh, another cool guest, Luke, the week after that. <gasps> because oh, this yeah. is the day before the guitar auctions, and we are going through the coolest picks right before the auction starts, like 24 <laughs> hours or even less. So there will be an amazing episode to kind of just drool over what they
0: have to offer.
1: So. You just kind of switch to the ES version. Yeah, that's it's the like
0: ES a... in also in ebony from Gibson. Uh yeah. I dig it, but it looks a bit plastic to me. Um yeah. it looks like it yeah. needs to be reliced a little bit. Uh but yeah. it looks there's like a, a dog like dot. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Flying like, V. Like the Gothic. And... Like
1: the Gothic ones.
0: Yeah, and the S. You remember as well. the Gothic
1: ones? I, I love those. The voodoos and the Gothic ones. Voodoo's were my favorite, but little...
0: Gothics were also cool.
1: The little moon and the twelfth fret and the voodoos, they had like the red the sunblasted red finish. They go for that lots of pretty... money now,
0: or, or rather, yeah, a, yeah. a good a good deal of money.
1: Do you remember they had pickups? Those kind of they. I think they had translucent pickups, and they had the, the the copper was very reddish, so yes. it looked pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yes. But the SG, like this, is the prime example why I was a little bit like surprised that they call it the exclusive collection. I mean that
0: that SG just looks like, an ebony SG. There's there's no like an ebony
1: I... SG. There's Nothing, nothing special about that at all. But it's I, I like,
0: genuinely do not care that much about the ebony ones. It's the olive drab. Yeah, but they didn't do I the mean, olive drab in the three, fives. So they must bring that into production. Olive drab three three five. It's just a beautiful yeah. guitar. That color just absolutely nails it. Absolutely yeah. nails it.
1: Nonetheless, Paul, special that that was pretty pretty sexy.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, of... it's time to buy, borrow or burn. And then run to All our right. guest. So let's yeah, buy, borrow or burn. Borrow or burn. <laughs> Did it? Oh, I, I, I was enjoying enjoying that. So I didn't change my screen. <laughs> All right. right. Okay. Um, with HP 42 as the stream boss at the moment, we're going to bring Anthony on a moment. Before we do, we need to know which picks you're going to buy, which picks you're going to borrow, and which picks you're going to burn. And we can even ask Anthony that when he comes on. Uh, I'm going to guess that, Dan, can I go for my guesses first? Yeah, sure. I think you would borrow the Zeus pedal. I think you would buy the uh, Ibanez acoustic, one of them, and I think you would burn the Ebony Gibsons because, yeah, (laughs) duh. (laughs) Uh, Was I close? Was I close? Was I spot on? Yeah,
2: that (laughs) was spot on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so RJW, sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm a little bit like. like it, it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy because, you know, the pedal, the Zeus, you've got the pedal already. So that's that's pretty obvious true, that I could borrow true. that from you. But with with all the promotion that you did, that's that would probably be something that I'd also consider buying if it's that good. The only, and this is maybe a letdown, but the only thing that kind of, you know, you said that, that the tone was so great and I was, I was checking where I read about the 200, uh, the 200 uh, clones, or oh no, 2,000 clones and towers. And uh, that was on gear news. And let me cite gear news. And this is like a big letdown. They say like, um, I'm a little bit disappointed by the sound in the videos sounds a little bit flat and very generic. And they have linked your video.
0: Yeah, gear news, if you're listening, they wrote there's a demo. (laughs) They didn't credit me at all. I appreciate appreciate you posting the video. But you know who I am. I know who you are. Put my name on there. All right. Let's yeah. be friendly. <laughs> so glad there is next there time. There is no way that my video sounds flat. You can go jump. <laughs> and I mean that. Me and you, behind the bike sheds, after school, we're going to do it. We're going to see who's flat.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: boy. I didn't mean to like put you in a rage. So
0: yeah. You know me, That's I occasionally all. go off on one. Um let's just do yeah, henning right. hennings, burn the epiphone, borrow Ibanez acoustic because he knows Daniel will send me one. I don't think he will, not after your behavior tonight, Dan. Uh Hennings. <laughs> buy the paletti <laughs> or Andy's hair. All right, Dan, do my pick. Let's see if you get it right.
1: All right, I'm doing your pick. Um you uh you would have a hard time burning any of this stuff, but you would definitely go to buy the zoos. To borrow the Pauletti guitars. Uh, ah, well, they're probably not too special. Yeah, but probably. Borrow the Pauletti guitars and burn the
0: acoustics. You're pretty close. Pretty flippin' right. close. All right. I wouldn't actively burn those acoustics, just so you know we've got six choices, so seems rude, but I would... Can we take the Zeus out of it because I I already have it? So that's, so that's a okay. bit silly.
1: Sure. Well, then the the olive drab. Let's special.
0: Yeah, go on. Then. That'll do. <laughs> but what I'd really like to do is I would really like to um have the paletti. I think that I would possibly buy a Pauletti. Uh,
1: like the Jazzmaster version?
0: Yeah, I think I, I like I, it's it's very close for me. It's very close. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so we're close. We're close enough that I will accept what you said. I just, just don't. I don't want to burn those acoustics. But there's, what else could I burn? Yeah,
1: you could, you could borrow one from me. You know, I've got them at home already. So this
0: might. Yeah, I mean, if if you're going to lend that to anybody, it would probably me, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Next time you visit me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. First time I visit you. (laughs) That is right, and we've got we've got a studio to build. We have we've got tasks to do. Um, Right? Well, we are an hour into the show. We're running a little bit long today. And we would love to bring in our guest because I like the impossible Dan. Are you a fan of the impossible? Absolutely.
1: I I hate routine. And I love if someone says, Well, that's impossible, because then I want to kind of nail it, you know? Yeah. And uh, I mean, actually, we're late today. But we're also late, like a week but uh, now a here.
0: But I had a lot of fun last week with Orange, and there was a lot of stuff <laughs> going on that I can't believe it happened. So I'm actually quite thankful yeah. that we're a week late. Um, yeah, but yeah. we're talking uh, King Crimson, we're talking an impossible song, and I guess we'll do the guest pre-roll and bring in our guest. Oh, we'll bring him in in a second there he is hello anthony hey hello hey how you doing i'm great how are you i'm good dan he's on good. our main screen at the moment i'm just trying to sort out Woo. the screens because they've all been reset so uh <laughs>
3: <laughs> hang on uh um, hey congratulations on uh forty thousand. i i know it hasn't totally happened yet but i saw the video about the uh the giveaway and i can't wait to fill in the form and uh Get a chance to win something.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's not <laughs> happened yet, but you know, people might be listening in the future, and uh,
3: it, it might ha- it's going to happen at some point. Um, I can't believe how quickly you've grown from thirty to forty. That's really stunning. Good thanks, for you. Dude. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the the channel's great fun, so it should be. And also, uh, I'm also filling conversation because I've got this spinning beach ball of death at the moment, and i we don't lose you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a guitar, well, uh, sir.
3: Uh, you have a guitar. What guitar are you playing? Yeah, I have a couple guitars to share with you today. Uh this one is a custom seven-string that I had built for me. The Luthier is based. He was in Turkey. Uh now he's back in the US. He's an American working abroad. But um wow. it's a really beautiful guitar. It's a seven-string. It's made out of uh Wenge and what is called Stradivari spruce. It's an Italian spruce that's uh, the same trees that Stradivarius used for his violins. Right. And mm. this is entirely handmade, no CNC carving or anything. So every curve, every seam, you know, all done by hand. It's a beautiful guitar. That is beautiful. Yeah. Wenge fretboard and sapile, um inlays. You can't really see the inlays too well, but Hmm. This is my. Uh, they call it. He calls it the ATG7. Those are my initials, A T and G. <laughs> cool. And the back so has a uh, magnetic neck, neck through plate. Yeah, it's a neck wow. through. Uh, the 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 electronics are removable. You know, with the fingernail. This was before Pia was the Pia model <laughs> was doing it. But.
2: a few years ago
3: i'm pretty sure i showed steve this and then uh that led him to do it on pia (laughs) but yeah it's a really beautiful guitar totally handmade it's chambered as well so it's it's solid through the uh i think it's solid through the bridge pickup and then i had it hollowed out uh, around the neck pickup see if we can get a little more resonance on the uh, neck pickup it's really. It's fun to play. The, the frets are a little thin. I'd like to refret this with uh, thicker frets, but it's a beautiful mm-hmm. guitar. And then I have my 9-string back there, my Ibanez that was just repainted by our friend Renee King that I thought I would show off wow. to. Wow, nice one. Yeah.
1: But this is a very unusual guitar. It reminds me a little bit of the, um, the, Zap, uh, the Zappa uh,
0: PRS because it's so small.
3: I don't know if I've seen that.
0: That's um, which one? The one, the one in the background? No, 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 no.
1: PRS did a guitar for for Frank Zappa's son, and uh, um, Dweezil. You know, there was, was also Dweezil, yeah, for Dweezil, and that guitar was was a little bit smaller too, and had that very reduced lower, uh, lower horn. Uh, I mean, this is completely like, completely different, different universe because it's a one-off, but it's pretty cool. Oh, what what do we got here? Another piece from yeah. Naves. So this is a new. Yeah.
3: Yeah, this is a new body painted by Renee, my neighbor. Wow. And uh, she really liked this one. I think she did a nice job on it. It's a cool yellow, green, wow. and red. Not, not a swirl. It's just kind of like this snake sort of pattern. You can see sort of like a snake skin thing going on. Hmm. All of this is done by hand. Um, wow. And no two bodies are alike because there's some randomization in the process when she's like, Spinning guitars and stuff, but the That's nine cool. strings—beautiful. The Ibanez nine-string. This one's really just pretty stunning. My camera is desaturated. I wish it had better color, but this mm. guitar is just yeah. beautiful. Not taking. And that. she did the back too, which is more of a traditional swirl type finish
0: hmm
3: you can't really see it I don't think the resolution is gonna come through but it's beautiful I'm posting pictures on the make weird music Instagram channel but uh I can't wait to get this guitar back together it's got a mad hatter <coughs> whoops there's a fan up there <laughs> uh, it's got a mad hatter <laughs> that I have to rewire
1: <laughs> all right okay cool wow that's a beautiful guitar yeah but why nine strings
3: I am not like a super metal uh, player, but I actually play a lot of classical music. And I did this, uh, I took Bach's Piano Partita number one and arranged it for guitar. And it required beyond a seven string, and then it required beyond an eight string. <laughs> and I thought, where am I going to find a guitar? And I remembered going to NAM a few years ago and seeing this. Nine string RG, and thinking what kind of moron would buy this guitar. And there I was (laughs) (laughs) years later looking to purchase it. (laughs) Or as Andy says, a doo doo head, I think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So remember Um, when the year. I'm very grateful Ivan has offered it though
1: yeah i still remember it's a pretty similar story the year before that i think um they released the eight string guitar and they had a nine string prototype on display and i was walking by the display i was saying like all right we have seven we had eight but who's buying a nine string i mean come on that's just like you know to, a show-off piece basically and one year later it was like a serious model and you you ended up buying one that's pretty wild <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's funny. I I really thought it was the most ridiculous guitar I'd ever seen. And uh, then I was arranging this music and I thought, geez, do you really want to go to like a 10 string, you know, like a touch guitar or the Chapman stick? I'm not really I can tap, but I don't like only tapping. And it just turns out this nine string was the perfect thing. And I tuned the low beat or the lowest the string, the ninth string, I tuned it down to a B zero, which is the same note as a five string bass. So I have the full range of a five-string bass and a six-string, 24-fret Ibanez guitar.
0: I want it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know why I need it.
0: Let's let talk about it's so Fracture, but it's about, really I'm, fun to play. I need to talk to you about <laughs> Fracture because I am not a fan, and I need to talk to you because I, I, I want to understand this music, you know? It it just... It, I'm starting up. This is a, way, a strange way to start, but it doesn't do anything for me at all, apart from slightly confuse and slightly annoy me. And <laughs> so that's that's the normal response. You should be perfectly fine. <laughs> okay, but, but I've had that reaction years ago. I had that reaction with Jimi Hendrix and also with Johnny Cash, both of whom I'm huge fans of now. And it took me years longer than most people to understand why that music is. um, Uh, enjoyable so hopefully in the next sort of 20 minutes that'll change for me and King Crimson and Fracture so
3: go (laughs) no pressure (laughs) okay so Fracture is this piece of music that's 11 minutes long and the most interesting thing for a guitarist is this three minute section called moto Perpetuo, which means Perpetual motion. (laughs) It's an Italian term, meaning don't stop, basically. So when you're playing, there's no rests for three minutes. And that sounds, I mean, that's not a lot for a lot of advanced musicians. Um, However, what makes this complex is not only are you playing anywhere from nine to 11 notes per second for three minutes, but you're actually changing strings almost every single note. So um, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of right hand movement that if you're used to playing something like, I don't know, Dream Theater or Steve Vai or Joe Satriani, the picking technique is just so unorthodox if you're coming from that angle that you have to retrain yourself how to play. Whereas if you maybe come from the school of really, uh, I don't know, maybe like Al or something like that, uh, but even Al tried the song and he said, what the F is this? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's, you really have to have a special technique, uh, to play it. And to learn that technique requires many years of study and retraining. Now that doesn't make the song mm-hmm. fracture any better or more interesting, but if you're a guitarist and you try playing it and you try like actually sitting down and working with it, um, This is why most people can't do it. And I'm not saying that I'm better or I am special. It took me 22 years to learn how to go from listening to it and feeling pain to being able to play it without any pain for hours on end. Uh, Outside of the pain I've caused to my marriage from my wife hating this song, probably much more than you, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it's really it's it's not for some people they have the ears to hear it and they really love it. And, and they think this is Robert Fripp's, you know, top compositional accomplishment from a compositional mm-hmm. standpoint, it is well-constructed and it's beautiful, but from someone who is looking for some cool guitar music, I wouldn't say it's that it's really kind of like, um, uh, like a tongue twister that's three minutes long. Mm-hmm. And if you are a guitarist and you want to try accomplishing it, Um, it's going to ensnare you. Uh, I'm not the only person who has tried this. There are several people and I've talked to them in my book, um, failure to fracture. And one guy said, you're lucky. It only took you 22 years. It took me 30. And then another guy said his best friend tried playing it and it completely wrecked him. It made him stop playing guitar altogether. So, um, it's really a, a nightmarishly difficult piece of music that if you try to play it and try to play it as fast and clean as Robert Fripp, it will wreck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: But correct correct me if I'm wrong, but Fripp has played that already a couple times live, right? So it is like if you even if he states that it's it's impossible, like it is possible to play, but even as a trained guitarist it's kind of tedious to play or do you find like real enjoyment when you play it? Or is it just like all right, I made it, like I I you know, made the impossible. Like what's what's the point? Why did you like what was the spark that initially made you want to learn everything and not just that little piece?
3: Yeah, it's kind of funny. I think of it like um climbing Mount Everest or running a 4-minute mile. There's a part of me yeah. that thinks, you, I see people climbing mountains. I'm like, what is with that idiot who wants to like risk his life to go climb to the top of a rock? Like, What is the point of that? And uh, then four minute mile, I mean, I used to run, but I, my best was a four minute 52nd mile. And it's kind of like, why would I ever want to shave another minute off of that? Like, That just sounds really stupid because it basically almost killed me. And I think there's a bunch of uh, doo doo head guitarists like me around the world who <laughs> who say, "Hey, I should do this guitar piece." When the rest of the world is saying, "Why would you try learning that that piece? I, it's so ugly, it's not interesting." You know, it, I think it takes ears to hear it, and then it takes mm-hmm. like a special kind of discipline and focus if you actually want to uh, accomplish it. So I, I'd say as to why it's the same reason why anyone wants to do any very difficult thing. I just decided I wouldn't give up. And I didn't know that uh, not giving up would take me so long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, one could
1: argue that it's even easier to kind of be fit enough to climb Mount Everest than to play that
3: particular song. (laughs) You could argue that. Um, I mean, there's real risk of death you know if you climb Everest but if you're a musician and you want to risk sort of your sanity and the sense of like good relationship you might have with an instrument this will definitely challenge that it is not an orthodox piece of music and you cannot just pick up the guitar and start playing it.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, I hear you. I mean, I, I I would understand, sorry Andy if I interrupt you, um, that you need also some sort of um, understanding for the whole co- conceptual idea, because that's pretty much what reminds me of what Andy said, that as a guitar player, you kind of develop in the ear, you kind of develop a style and also preferences. And when I started p- playing the guitar, I was no fan of, of Hendrix either. You know and and the more you mature in the guitar the more you appreciate certain styles and certain techniques and also develop an ear for a certain tone you kind of ma- mature in a certain way and kind of learn to appreciate that stuff when was that was that because you were biased by or, or already spoiled by Vi, you know early vy and was that a, a baseline for you that you already had an ear for very technique oriented playing or what was the reason
3: yeah i I guess I thought I thought I wanted to be the best guitar player I knew of and this is well before YouTube and so I had no idea there were some like 10 year olds who could run circles around me you know today
2: <laughs> I just
3: knew that of all the guitar players I had seen in my area of Arizona and heard you know on CD and, and audio cassette on the radio I just thought I want to be in that that same league and uh, so when I ended up working for Steve Vai, I realized you needed much more than just really great guitar playing. You need to be a business person, you need to be lucky, you need all of these other things. Cause I was, you know, I was driving around with guys who were on the cover of Guitar Player Magazine. You know, they had full page ads in Guitar World. When I'm working for Steve, cause Steve works with top of the line guitarists. And I would go out to dinner with them sometimes. Like I would do roadie work for them or, you know, whatever, set them up for a clinic. And I'd say, hey, what do you want to do for dinner? And they're like, well, let's let's do Taco Bell. And I was like, Taco Bell, like fast food. Why? They said, that's all I can afford right now. Like I'm sending all my money home. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, my goodness, like you can be on the cover of Guitar World magazine and have no money. And that doesn't even like you can be one of the greatest guitar players in the world and you still may not have a, a career that sustains you. So to me, it was just kind of like, all right, well, I'm just going to stick to computers and programming and still try to be a good guitar player, but not worry about being the best and not worry about having a career in it. And Fracture just was always a piece of my, you know, repertoire of something challenging. We all have stuff that we pick up the guitar and we try to do. And fractures just that thing for me.
1: It's pretty wild. Yeah.
3: I am. Um, as I said, I'm
0: I'm 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 warming up to it now. So you're doing a really good job. Not not that you have to. But <laughs> um, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling some kind of understanding of the the, the mental work behind it. And Sadly, I'm I'm so out of the loop with King Crimson and Robert Fripp that I only knew Robert Fripp from his Sunday sessions with his wife, uh, Toya? Toya? Toya Wilcox, yeah. Toya Wilcox, which, is, which I think couldn't be further from what I heard <laughs> when I heard Fracture. And I even wondered, like, forgive me now, guitar players around the world, I wondered if this guy sat next to Toya Wilcox had been playing guitar for, like, like a week or two because his playing in in those sessions is awful (laughs) it is terrible and that's coming from someone who can barely string a melody together i i I, i'm not a great (laughs) guitar player but his playing and i mean there are two very big reasons why he's not very good at guitar in those videos (laughs) and that's a boob joke um, <laughs> <geez>. uh, <laughs> just let that one sit for a minute. Just let it fester, and there we go. There we go. It's gone. There, it's gone. um But yeah, I I thought his playing in the in those sessions is mostly awful. um I'm very entertained. You know, I'm not knocking it as an entertainment piece. But then to hear fracture and his playing in that section was like, no, that's not the same guy. So what what is going? Is it is it possible? Like to to play a piece like Fracture, but also be able to play a pop song. Like, what, what's
3: what's yeah, the solution there? I, it is possible, of course, but Robert plays in his own tuning. He doesn't play in standard tuning. He plays in <sighs> something he calls new standard tuning. And he calls what we play old standard tuning. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Okay. So
3: his, his new standard tuning, I have a guitar tuned to it. I'll, let me get it. That was interesting.
0: <laughs> Suspense.
3: I keep uh, my RG 565 tuned to his oh. tuning. It's almost like you almost get the range of a seven string. So let's see. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he tunes C, G, D. A, E, G. And so it's okay. tuned in fifths, except for the highest string, which is a minor third above the second string. So what we call the B string, he actually tunes all the way up to an E. So you re- it's almost like a five string guitar because the first string, you don't get a whole lot of benefit out of it. It's only a minor third above. So at the third fret, Mm -hmm. that's the unison note. So you only get a little bit extra out of that, but the 24th fret, you're getting a minor third higher. So it's actually a G instead of the E on the 24th fret. But the nice thing is you get that really low, range it's almost you know it's one half step higher than a seven the low seventh string on a seven string guitar in standard tuning so when robert is playing a song what we do you know you know whatever but robert he's trying to play these original standard tuning songs in this new tuning and it's not what he plays like so it's kind of like he's doing it for fun and for the f- humorous effect of it and his guitar playing is the obviously the least <laughs> important part of it and when he's making mistakes he's i mean he the, she starts their weekly videos with him yelling bullocks <laughs> you know so i think it's just part of this shtick they have where he is the Guy always wearing a suit, you know, who's very serious guitar player, who's being forced to play these Britney Spears songs and Ozzy Osbourne and who who knows what else, you know? (laughs) But yeah, to play a normal chord in his tuning is not what we would do. Like we, we play a major chord that looks like this, but it doesn't sound right. Obviously it's a different tuning. So it's, if you think of like an upside down G chord, like we have on the, you know, Mm -hmm. there, If you flip it upside down because it's tuned in fifths, then you end up with a major chord. (laughs) So it's just, it's like another way uh, that he's special and different. He doesn't play in standard tuning. He doesn't play pentatonic, you know, blues scales. I mean, he might, but he just, he's oriented his whole life around the way that he plays guitar and approaches guitar. So for him to play, Uh, you know, paranoid (laughs) is not his thing. So that's also what makes it funny. And now they have this guy, Sidney Jake, who, um, who plays with them, whom I'm actually interviewing him on Friday on Make Weird Music. And Sidney plays in both standard and new standard tuning. And um, Sidney's a super interesting dude, but he kind of brings the whole thing together. He'll play the the pentatonic riffs and the leads and stuff like that. Uh, but fracture fracture itself is not even as hard as the sequel song, which is called fractured, which was released, you know, about 30 years later. And I do have a video of myself playing that as well on the channel. <sighs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um may I firstly say thank you. I'm 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 even closer to I mean I I I'm, I'm really excited now and I I felt no warmth at all and now I'm now I'm, I'm I feel energy. So thank you. But also <laughs> apologies to everybody that's listening to this right now and I'm going to it's, it's going to sound like I'm backtracking but I'm not. I am just picking on my appreciation. It was it's my lack of understanding not Robert Phipps playing and and to kind of backtrack or to explain myself, I couldn't see the connection. I and mean, you've just explained the connection to me. And also, I wasn't watching his hands. <laughs> so I wasn't watching what he was playing. And um, I
3: believe that if I was watching his hands, then there'd be something wrong with me. So you might realize that he's not playing standard chords and the, the way he plays melodies is a little strange, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if you want to see him shred, there's a video from 2000 where he's playing fractured live in Germany and the stuff he is playing is so absurd. I mean, it is just one of the most ridiculous displays of guitar dominance. I challenge any guitar player to watch that and replicate what he's doing. It's, it's just mind bending. I can, on my best days, I can play as quickly and cleanly as he's playing in that live performance, but certainly not in front of a camera, not in front of thousands of people. I mean, the guy is a total beast on the guitar. He just only does it when he feels like it or when it's appropriate. Otherwise, yeah, he's he's doing these YouTube things now. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it.
0: I love that he's having fun. I mean, to be at that level that you're describing and to also do this thing he's doing on YouTube is that for me, that's what music is it's fun, it's something to enjoy, it's something to share, it's something to m- make people come together. And it's the opposite reaction to what I had to fractures uh, when I first heard it. <laughs> But now, thanks to you, I want to go back and listen to it and and really get into that section. I, I I will be honest with you. I'm probably never going to attempt to play it, but now at least I can I can feel a, an, an in to understand. Um, careful to understanding the emotion within that song. There yeah. we go. Well,
3: let me tell you just a few things about what makes it really hard. Uh, first of all, he plays with a sharp pick. He actually I he recommended these. Uh, Dunlop Tortex Sharp picks to me a long time ago but he has his own custom pick made Mm -hmm. so he plays with a custom pick it's a black triangle it has this um, what do they call those the Celtic knot it has a Celtic knot drawn on it Right. I don't know if you can see it it'll go out of focus but it's a black triangle so he only plays with these picks they're custom made for him and the people who have studied with him then he does he only he doesn't like hold his wrist on the the bridge of the guitar to pick. You know, a lot of us will kind of anchor our hand on the bridge. He actually keeps his hand completely free floating like this.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So
3: he he keeps his hand in this particular shape. And it, it looks like this. He told me you'll never play Fracture unless you can do this. So that's bending your, th- your straight thumb from this knuckle. So try this. Stick your fingers out, sort of like you're going to handshake, right? Okay. And then uh, roll your fingers in <laughs> as though yeah. you're holding like a pencil. I actually have a pencil here. So okay. there's like enough room for a mechanical pencil. Okay. Yeah, there you go. You want it to be loose enough that it's not like a fist. Your knuckles shouldn't be white. It should just be curled around the pencil, right? And then straighten your thumb just like this and bend it from here down on top of your index finger.
0: So sorry, can't see my hand.
3: Yeah, that wasn't bad, but your Andy, your thumb is, is bent. You want a straight Oh, It's got to be straight. Yeah. And you don't bend it from the knuckle at your wrist either. It's only this knuckle. Yeah. So, uh, Dan, I, only I have can that see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, you have to reconnect with it mentally. So, the way he holds the pick is different. It's called psychophysical re education, where you, you re identify how to use this knuckle. And only this knuckle, okay? And you move that thumb, the straight thumb down. What a lot of people do is they'll kind of force their index finger back underneath their thumb. And then they'll just practice, you know, moving Mm -hmm. this joint only. Mm -hmm. So he holds the pick like this. And he said, Anthony, unless you can do this, you'll never play fracture. (laughs) So not only, like, is it about the pick and the hardware, it's the the use of your thumb and then they don't like in his teaching it's not you don't change strings with your wrist like a lot of guitarists Mm -hmm. will change the strings kind of like this moving their hand you know like this robert moves the whole arm with the elbow so your elbow moves your hand to the right position and then your wrist keeps the pick moving so you have to relearn you know this type of picking and the reason is because when you're playing these songs, you're literally changing strings 10 or 11 times per second. And I'll demonstrate. It's like this. It's hard to see with the microphone.
2: Oops.
3: So you got to like do that for about three minutes. <laughs> so you're, every time you play a note, it's a different string. Uh, and the only way you can do that is by moving your elbow. <laughs> okay, so you move your elbow to the string, and then you move the pick with your wrist through the string. It's a very, very intentional way of using the pick. And he has a saying, how we hold the pick is how we live our lives. So oh. if we are just sloppy and holding the pick, then we're probably sloppy in other areas of our lives. But if we're really intentional about how we hold and use the pick, then we're probably intentional about how we live our lives. And he says when he will, he's adjusted thousands of hands on the guitar, and he adjusted mine too in the the week I spent with him in the middle of Mexico. Um, He gets down on his knees, and he takes your hand and adjusts it so it's just right. And he says, "Just in that moment, he can feel the resistance of an entire lifetime. So you can tell, you know like if if you're a teaching someone guitar and then you try getting them to hold their hand properly on on the instrument, and you just immediately see their habits come through, like they immediately want to bend their wrist the wrong way or whatever, mm-hmm. you see that sort of lifetime of training, of developing bad habits, and so he uses the guitar sort of as an instrument of philosophy so that holding the pick turns into something much more meaningful. And to be able to play Fracture, it requires a connection with your body and using your body and relaxing it that you just don't get anywhere else. And so uh, in the course, I don't even remember playing the guitar. Like I, I spent a week in his course. I didn't play guitar for about two or three days. You go there to learn how to sit, And how to stand, and how to breathe, and use your body. Like they have a whole half-hour class on just having the guitar on your body and sitting and standing. (laughs) So it's not like it's not like a normal course. He has another. He has probably his last one is coming up this October in New York. But um, I'm not going to say my book is a substitute for it. But a lot of what I'm talking about is documented. It's a 320-page, three-pound book, full-color. It's a really uh, unique, probably the most strange guitar book you'll ever see, Uh, and you can get it at failuretofracture.com. But I try to outline everything I've learned, not how to do it, but everything I've learned because I spent so many years failing to do this, and it took me a long time to just understand some of the basics of what Robert just does intuitively, you know, and what he Mm -hmm. teaches his students. Andy, your mind looks pretty blown by this knuckle thing. (laughs) You
0: you were so close, so close to me adopting this way of thinking. And then you made me learn that I have a knuckle that I didn't know I had. (laughs) And and now, now I want to check my body for other knuckles that might be there that I didn't know were there.
3: So he has a practice called the practice of doing nothing. And he calls it I'm sitting listening. practice. And you just sit and you scan through your whole body and relax everything. So you he'll say now bring your attention to the top of your head and you relax you give it permission to relax and then you move to your forehead and your eyebrows and your eyes and your you know cheeks and your lips. Every every part of your body you scan, and it takes about 15 minutes to go through that, and then you do it again. And that's when you realize where you're holding stress. So, mm-hmm. after you've told everything to relax, and then you go back and do it again, you you start identifying the areas that automatically tensed up again. And this goes back to the way you hold the pick is the way that you live your life. So... Mm-hmm. If you clench your jaw while you're playing, you probably clench your jaw when you're not playing. And so when you go through this uh, relaxation exercise, then you, the second time you go through your body, you feel the stress in your jaw. For me, it was jaw and hips. And then when I pick up the guitar to play something really difficult like Fracture, I realize oh, I'm doing that too. And so he he goes, while you're playing, he tells you, okay, bring your attention to your left leg. So you want to make sure while you're playing that your left leg is stress-free and your knees aren't locked. And, you know, you do this through your whole body. So I'll be practicing fracture for a couple of hours, really focusing on my shoulders, my elbows, my knees, my feet, my like where my ears are with respect to my shoulders all of these wow. things factor into the ability to play it so it's it sounds like it's total madness which i i would say it kind of is but this is why it takes everyone who has played it has taken a decade or longer to play it well wow.
1: it's a very holistic approach i mean it, it to me it's a little bit very uh, to some degree some a little bit of Viish, but also it has a lot of that kind of physiotherapy approach that you can only like play a difficult piece if like from head to toe you're completely relaxed and you're zoomed in and you don't like battle yeah. with, with memories or you battle with what you had for lunch or if you had an argument with your girlfriend or wife or whatever. Uh, I, I really like that he's he's so deep and it even like gives me a better understanding how you could kind of blow up that whole learning process of, of dealing and, and playing Fracture to that amazing book that you just that you just presented to us um, because there's so much more to it. It's not just a song. It's like basically how you how you approach guitar playing, maybe even how you approach your life. It's very deep.
3: Absolutely. And he has tons of this content for free on the um, the King Crimson website, DGM live. If you look for the guitar craft book, um, all, all this material is available like the philosophical pieces. And there's a page Mm -hmm. of aphorisms, which are things that uh, you only know are true when you've done them. So he'll say something like, um, it is impossible to achieve perfection, but perfection may be pursued. And it it sounds kind of like somebody said he was Yoda in his past life. I saw that comment. (laughs) And yeah, it does kind of seem that way. But like once you experience what he's talking about, it starts making sense. But if you yeah. don't know what he's talking about, you'll read it and you'll go, this guy is the biggest BS artist I've ever seen. The thing is he has, he the proof is in the pudding. He he can play stuff no one else can play. He is unbelievably fast and unbelievably skilled at this instrument and he's applied it to his life. So it's it's so far beyond just playing the guitar. So if you take a course from him, you're actually getting a course on philosophy that happens to be about the guitar. Mm. That's very cool.
1: Could you, by any means, like show us the, the perpetuum, uh, idea?
3: Yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me get the other guitar just to, to actually, get, to get, get a better
1: understanding. Yeah. Just to get a better understanding. And, and one more question about this guitar, what kind of strings are you using, uh, for that new tuning?
3: So I typically I will take a set of 10s and a set of 9s and I'll just skip sort of strings. I'll take um, I'll take the 9 from the 9 set and turn it into the high G. Then I'll take the 9 or the 10 from the 10 set and turn it into the E. And then I'll take the G from the 9 set and turn it into the A And the D can be the same, because the D is the same on both tunings. (laughs) So, you know, they do sell custom sets, or you can go buy a custom set. Uh, But typically, that's what I'll do. This guitar happens to be strung with uh, Elixir NanoWeb 10s, I think. And uh, it it took a long time to get this guitar configured with the floating trem for that tuning. Because since it's not standard tuning, you get the low C. And um, <clears throat> that requires less tension, you know, on that spring. So I think I have four springs on this guitar. Yeah. So my spring configuration Whoa. is like this.
1: All right. So three sp- three strings for the for the higher, mm-hmm. like the thinner. Yeah, three spin- on the high mm-hmm. end
3: and one on the low. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> so you know, like it's kind of like if you're gonna be a professional athlete. Like Tiger Woods, he has a shirt with one sleeve shorter than the other. And people are like, why? That sounds so stupid. Well, if you want to play like Tiger Woods, you know, he, he has his his weird ideas. So uh, this yeah. is what it requires. Or any yeah. athlete, like they have a shoe brand they prefer. They have materials they prefer. Uh, so you've got to tune your guitar, um, you know, for tension and all this stuff if you're going to do this other tuning. Uh, mm. So, yeah, this guitar is just a standard... Uh, RG-565 with the Mad Hatter kit and those four four springs. But the song Fractured primarily revolves, there's the first sort of half of it that revolves around a two-string motif that goes like this. Uh, I I might need a little warming up. (laughs) It's, It's hard because you've got to stretch this like You've got a five fret stretch in the middle of this riff. Jesus, sorry, I'm out of practice. So that's like one just continuous run where it's nonstop playing. And then later on, he has these runs that are they span multiple strings, and it goes like this i can't play it it's been too long but it's just non-stop <laughs> and i'm playing it slower than the recording <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> the recording is actually like uh that, that,
2: that. <laughs>
3: that's one of the runs but he plays it clean and faster you know live it's just it's stunning i don't have distortion on her and i can't even hear myself i don't have an amp but you know you get the point it's just a lot of notes in 15.8 <laughs> yeah. and then you're changing time signatures and it's just nonstop. So uh, Fractured is is more of a set of sprints, lots of notes in a sprint and there's like nine sprints. Whereas Fracture is just one long three minute stretch of nonstop playing and string skipping. Hmm. Wow, well, wow.
1: Freaky Spiders, like one of our viewers just posted. <laughs> A lot of stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. And I have some spider finger exercises that I've put in the book that aid in some of this. So um, there's one that goes like this. Um,
2: let's see. Oh, it goes up. Sorry. <laughs> So you want to, like, develop finger independence, and another one goes like this.
3: And, of course, on the picking hand, you're not resting on the bridge so the picking is very jumpy it's like this my wrists, so you you develop this practice of skipping two or three strings at a time at a high tempo you know so you, you sort of develop these weird um exercises that help you you know, other people will have their own exercises, but these are just the, some of the ones that I've come up with.
1: Wow. Thank you very much for those <laughs> insights. And one part <laughs> of the book is what I really find intriguing and, and interesting is that you kind of described and also notated some of your like uh, training routines. So you you kind of take the reader on that journey, how you kind of develop the abilities to finally like T- more than 20 years later be able to play that song but how you you know created your own little pieces and 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 chunks of 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 training you know training bits and uh this is what what really stood out for me that it's a very personal book to to that degree too that you really get an well insight when you into live with you people
3: tra- practice sorry yeah when you live with people who hate the the music you play you have to write your own music that um and gives you the same <laughs> practice. <laughs> yeah. My wife you, has you, said, "I don't like the music you make, but I'm very glad you make music." <laughs> oh, okay. oh,
2: that's,
1: that that's nice. lovely.
3: Yeah.
1: That's very nice. So, if you want, wanted to to kind of play that song in a let's say in a band situation. Don't. How long would it take you? <laughs> no, nope? okay, all right.
3: <laughs> now how, you know, I, like the, my, the, yeah. the other band part, or the the parts for the other band members aren't nearly as complex. It's more time signature changes and um and dynamics and keeping the tempo. Because if the drummer is playing fast, then you're kind of lost, Screwed. you know. Because if you're yeah. yeah, so if you're playing like the ideal tempo for me and others seems to be between 125 and 130 beats per minute. But Robert, in the the current incarnation of King Crimson, he plays with a click track and the whole band is playing 138 beats per minute. So, Robert is able to do that because he cut out the part where there's a lot of that string skipping. Uh, So, primarily, it's this... Except he's playing... This other riff from the original Fracture because they don't play the Fractured anymore. It, it was too hard and it it just wrecked the band too many times. So they play. And uh, what's tricky about this riff in particular is you got to keep this motif going. This. Yeah. Uh, I don't play it that well in the new tuning, but that's effectively the the issue. You have to, in the new tuning, it it exercises your weak fingers, your pinky ring fingers. 50% of the notes, I think, are with the pinky in the new tuning. So it's, it's made even harder in the new standard tuning. It's just like, if you want to play the hardest, ridiculous thing that your wife won't enjoy, you know, definitely pick up this book. <laughs> that's a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So
1: Anthony, when you were when you were with, with Robert, kinda uh, trying to learn his techniques and the song, could he sense that you already spent so much time and energy in, in learning that song? Was was you know, because I assume that he has a lot of students, but not everyone is has dedicated a major part of his life to just learning one of his songs. Was that something that he relate that he could sense or was it something that you exchanged on or How did it go?
3: Well, I had actually written something in 2006 that he wrote about in his online diary. And uh, so he knew uh, from a long time ago, but uh, I told him, Robert, you may not remember this, but many years ago, I wrote about um, Fracture and you responded on your online diary. Robert has an incredible memory. I mean, he could tell you, Oh, if you watch his uh, Agony ends videos, he's like, oh, yes. And, uh, you know, late March of 1978, I was with so-and-so. You know, I was with Eric Clapton and Peter Frampton in the backstage of this venue. In you know, and we went out for he, he that's just how his brain works. So if you mention something that he's done or something he's written about, he will remember. And he remembered um, from that conversation, I had said, you know, hey, I, you wrote. To me about fracture in 2006 and seven and i just wanted to thank you for (laughs) you know that guidance it definitely helped me um and then he started giving me a couple of fracture tips but he did say something that i thought was pretty funny um robert has a very sarcastic sense of humor and uh i there was only one seat left at tea time at his course and it was next to him so I got in the room, there's one seat and I was like, Oh no, I have to sit next to Robert. You know, I was like, this is not good. <laughs> uh, so I sat down and he, he goes, would you like a stale cracker? <laughs> and I said, uh, sure. So he like, he gave me, he passed over this plate of stale crackers. I ate one and he said, you must be having a very hard time in this course. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, great here. This is the pillow before the punch. You know, he's going to really dig into me. And uh, he said, I said, okay, Robert, well, why do you say that? And he said, because you have demonstrated proficiency and your peers have not. And so it actually was a, a compliment. Um, but then he proceeded to give me really difficult exercises throughout the course, including one where uh, it was this riff from a song called Frame by Frame. And it's one of the hardest things that I've ever encountered on the guitar. And uh, it's just a simple riff. It, it's a pentatonic thing. It goes, do i will get a guitar.
0: <laughs> I won't. I'm just going to sit here yeah, and watch. No,
3: me neither.
1: <laughs> oh, jazzy jazz. It's a Benson. Ben's- yeah, t- yes.
3: It's an acoustic, but so it's this riff. That sounds pretty simple, but when you're playing 16th notes at like 145 beats per minute. So you got to do this for like 90 seconds, right? (laughs) And he moves it up, you know. It's really, really, really hard, and of course, you know, in this course, he's giving me harder things to play. So we tell the rest of the the class to be playing like something like that, but then he would give me some harder stuff and say, "For the high flyers, play this." Well, finally, he gave me that riff, and I was like, "Oh no!" I, as soon as he started playing it, I knew I was in trouble, and then I couldn't. I tried. I couldn't. I tried again, and then he goes, "Next time, don't try so hard." <laughs> and, you know, I was like, "Oh, geez." Well, there's Come the insult, on. but then I realized he was actually giving me advice what, yeah. because effortlessness, or like good performance, comes from effortlessness, and that's what the whole course is about. So if you try, you won't do it, and that's the problem with fracture. The moment you try hard to do, the moment you think about, okay, I'm going to do this, is the moment it falls apart. But when you just take a breath and relax and you try doing it, and that's why all these people make the same face, like they're dead inside it's called guitar craft face <laughs> and the idea is you're just relaxed even if it looks like you're not enjoying what you're doing it's just kind of like i'm i'm channeling all of my focus into being present and relaxed and listening and trying to play my best without trying
0: i i i have to ask a question um yeah is there any connection between Robert Fripp and Radiohead? Because that was very Paranoid Android then. And I had a, not epiphany, but a moment where I went, oh, that sounds like one of the parts of Paranoid Android from OK Computer.
3: It's possible, but I don't think Robert knows any of them. I guarantee you they have heard plenty of King that's, Crimson. That's what I mean. I think it's, it's not a
0: bi-directional communication.
3: I really right, think that right. they
0: will have stolen that, that riff that section and put it in paranoid android i i now need
3: to uh to look into that because i have an in uh yeah yeah well fracture came out in he they played it live the recording on starless and bible black is live and it's from 1973 i think the album came out in 1974 and um robert has said even recently to be able to play fracture requires 80 percent of his time like when he's practicing and his wife wow. makes him play in the basement because she doesn't want to hear it. Uh, <laughs> it's a common theme, but, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they heard it, you know, cause it's kind of like a, it's thought of as like Robert's one of his compositional, you know, masterpieces. So wouldn't surprise me if they were inspired by it. It's, yeah, I, I'm gonna to have to research. I did just try
0: researching it, I just came across some crazy thread on Reddit that I'm not gonna go into now. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: Actually, I know I'm, I'm going um, on and on, but uh, there's no, obviously in 22 gold, years, and there's so much gold. To- Good,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and to me, to, to me, it's it, it dawns on me a little bit that it's not really that you playing the song, it's more like the song playing you throughout your whole life,
3: yeah. And that's why I have a section in the book called Who Saved Who. Because it feels like oh, yeah. this, the song directed my life in a way that I didn't expect. And yeah. uh, just the pursuit of playing it led me down this crazy path that has helped me in every aspect of what I do. From parenting, to being a husband, to uh, managing teams, to running my own business, to running a YouTube channel, to you know whatever it is. I, it's changed how I live my life. Hmm. and uh steve Vai actually he kind of kicked it all off with this discussion about mindfulness with me in his studio just a few months before i left for the guitar course with robert and i sent steve the book and he he called me like a week later raving about it he's like (laughs) this book is the perfect storm you would not believe he's like you did it i can't believe you you did this book He's like i don't generally read books from front to back but i am reading this book he couldn't get over it and i was like you know i'm at lunch (laughs) i get a call from steve by i'm like uh hello (laughs) and he's just talking like five minutes straight raving about this book so i think if you're into any sort of challenge on an instrument um you're gonna you're gonna dig the book it because it's really it's about i call it a musical autobiography it's like how i lived my life through the process of learning this song
1: yeah that's very good
3: i, I have to say i, I
1: enjoy
0: so many things but I, uh, there's not enough time but what i will say is that <laughs> i don't ever see myself quite honestly having the time or the motivation to to go as deep as you have. But what I can say is I can shave a little bit off the top that will influence me and will go into my playing. And it doesn't even seem like an improvement on my playing, even though it probably would be it seems like a a way of approaching it. And uh, Mm -hmm. I just just an appreciation of the music. And I'm always looking for new ways to appreciate music and guitars, because I'm around them all day, and it it can get a little bit samey. And that's an awful thing to say. But it's true. It's the same with anything. And talking to you tonight has really um, I don't know, it's not too new agey to to say it's inspired me, but it's really done changed me in a way that I did not expect to be changed. Because I came into this, as I said, very cold and not anti it, but just I came into nothing it. Uh, Yeah. And that's that's great. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, oh, and thank I, you, I urge Andy. people thank to go you, and man. go and get the book. It's, uh, Dan and I both have, uh, have the book and, and we've been reading parts and research for this episode. And I now know that I need to go and read it at least twice again, Yeah, <laughs> because now I'm finally emotionally involved and I have to be emotionally involved in something to yeah, actually do it.
3: Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate all of that. I can tell you the book is a hundred bucks. It's an expensive book. But it costs almost sixty dollars just to print it's a very nice it's a high-end book and um there's no money there's no profit you know this is a, a an art project there's a lot of cost to recoup and that kind of thing so um it but i can tell you like everyone who has opened this book the first thing they say is wow they don't know anything about guitar sheet music whatever But the way this book has been printed and bound, you know, the whole manufacturing process, the quality of it is all very present. And I feel like I had almost nothing to do with it. So my words are in it. But like my friend Dave designed it and a a couple of companies here in Phoenix, Arizona, printed and bound it. And uh, it's it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever seen despite my content being in it yet people (laughs) like plenty of people have said this is a great book. So if you don't care about, you know, music, it's just a great coffee table book, like an art book. Uh, But to the question on the screen, is there an ebook version? No. And that's on purpose. First, there's the cost of the digital rights of the sheet music. And then secondly, we don't want, to diminish the experience of the book itself. It's meant to be a physical thing. It wasn't meant to be a mass, you know, mass product. <laughs> we figured we would sell 200 of them, uh, period ever. And we've probably sold, I don't know, 300 so far, and it's still doing pretty well. Wow. Um, but even for a hundred dollar book with basically no profit, um, you know, it, Unless we get thousands of people buying it, we're just—it's just, just going to be a labor of love, and it won't ever be a digital thing. Mm. There might be a readers' edition, like a paperback version, that comes out later. Mm. I mean, it's—it's it's probably misleading
1: a little bit if you only reduce it, like I said previously, to just a song, because it holds so many more lessons, and you know that kind of Yoda approach or I approach to kind of. Take that song as a vehicle on how to look at life in general is, is probably the what I took from that book when I was, you know, not reading for everything, but most parts of yeah. it and uh, some very valuable lessons and uh, like any already said, some, some chunks of wisdom. So um, I can highly appreciate everyone to check out the books if you can, you know. Get your hands on it and, and you know with, with distribution it's i don't know if it's available worldwide or are there any restrictions yeah so,
3: so there are two editions of the book well let me put this down there's the fancy pants edition that you can get at <laughs> failure to fracture.com uh right. we don't call it the fancy pants addiction but edition but it is fancy uh and that's the hundred dollar one but you have to pay shipping. And international shipping is like 42 bucks or something like that. Like, that's the cost. We're not, it's not profit. <laughs> so, just so everyone knows, it's expensive. Then there's the print on demand version, which is even thicker. It's like an inch thick or something. Um, same beautiful cover, but still full color, but like the color quality is just not the same. It's still tons of sheet. It's all the same content, the same design, but, um, the pages aren't shiny, you know, like on, on the fancy pants edition, when you run your finger over the sheet music like this, yeah. you can literally feel it. It's like, wow. there's four layers of black ink and you can <laughs> feel the sheet music. You can smell the ink coming from the nice. page.
2: Nice. So the
3: fancy pants edition, you can get at failure to but you have to pay for shipping but it comes directly from us, from the publisher and myself. And then the print-on-demand edition you can get at Amazon.com or Barnes & Noble or there's a few other online retailers. But typically, you'll get free shipping because they have a printer on that continent and uh, it's $10 cheaper, the price itself. So this is $90. Um, And if you get through Amazon or something, you'll get free shipping. Or the Fancy Pants edition... Which is a hundred bucks, and you pay for shipping. But I got to tell you, if you're going to spend ninety dollars on a book, and you're international, spend the hundred forty and get the nice, you know, like the shiny paper edition. You just—I had a friend who compared them both, and he said this is ten times better. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this guy Alien Spore Bomb—I forget his real name, but. He bought a copy and uh, he's right. It even smells expensive. Everyone who picks up this book is like, it's an experience. They don't care about the content. They just flip through every single page. (laughs) Every page is different. It's not, it's not a normal book. This page, you know, there's hand diagrams and stuff. I I need that one. Yeah. So it's just, it's really just a gorgeous book. Um, Full color spreads, like you can see how shiny the the pages are, and uh, it's a work of art, honestly. And it's not mm. because of me; it's because of my friend Dave and the pu- and the printer and all that stuff. So it just happens to be about fracture.
2: Mm.
3: Well, it doesn't
0: surprise awesome. me that uh, with the journey you've been on, you've used that way of thinking into actually producing a physical um, manifestation of this experience. So I I wouldn't expect some sort of cheap um printing that's you know hasn't been thought through it's, it's really nice to know that it's gone into everything you do and uh anthony i have to be honest with you i was not that excited about having you on i always say that <laughs> no i try to be i'd love to be honest and there, it, it does get, it does improve um I, uh I, I wasn't that excited because i'd had I, again had no connection and then I was excited and yeah. talking to you. And now I wish I'd never met you because I feel that I have to go and change everything I've done. Um, I, I, I'm I really
3: worried that, that I have to go and reset everything. So thank you for that. Andy, it's my, it is my life goal to make people wish they had never met me. So I'm really glad I met my own goal. You are succeeding, sir. Thank you so much.
0: Generally now, it's a beautiful. Uh, and people that are listening to the audio version of this, please go and check out the video version because you get to see some of the the playing, get to see some of the book, um, yeah. and really now there is a reason to watch the video version because this this was a great. I wanted. To, I was going to say you schooled me tonight, but it's
3: more like you've tucked me into bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very I don't strange. know. <laughs> I don't know Have what we- to think, but I do know that it's creepier to think of myself tucking you in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. Then
0: then um, then I've achieved my goal if you, also.
3: <laughs> if you go to the Make Weird Music YouTube channel, you can see me play the entire fracture piece and the entire fractured piece. The mistakes are free, so you get to keep those. And uh, <laughs> the the videos have done pretty well. They're a little controversial because I have my own commentary in the beginning. Uh, and okay. people like to, you you know it, Andy, people leave the worst YouTube comments for no apparent reason. You work your life on something and they're like, you wasted 22 years of your life doing this.
0: <laughs> you suck. But,
3: uh, yeah, watch, yeah, watch the performances and you'll get a sense of the pieces. And then um, there's a good unboxing video of the book on failure to fracture dot com. And uh, you can see the product that you would be getting, um, which is, it's pretty cool. So thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for for coming. Thanks for your patience. I'm glad I was able to turn around your level of excitement. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll see.
0: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I love being honest. and I love it's turned out like this. So uh, thank you so, so much um thank genuinely. you and
3: congratulations again on your 40,000 giveaway thing i think that's going to be really really cool it's awesome yeah, to see it's... your channel growing so quick thank you man thank you I, I, I still love what i
0: do and i love finding new ways to love what i do so uh you know good. let's um yeah all
3: right i'm gonna go now plug let's in a fuzz pedal and play, play.
0: some J jay <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: all right guys have a good one anthony thank, thank you so so much, so much. Thank you. All right. Dan, Bye. do you want
1: to talk us out? Yeah, of course. Well, uh, episode 41. That was amazing. I think we've uh, learned a lot. We saw a lot of freaky spiders. And uh, now we're gonna go back to the widget and practice a little bit more. Uh, thanks to Henning for being our king of the day. Thanks to everyone tuning in and uh, looking forward to seeing and hearing all of you next week. Anything else? No. Five-star rating on iTunes would be appreciated. You can also leave a comment. And if you wish to buy one of the picks of the week, use Andy's affiliate links and make sure to subscribe to the channel. Ask your girlfriend, your
0: Yeah, go, on, know, go and buy teacher. a book for your dog. But absolutely, yeah. at least get your friend to buy that book or your flatmate or someone you live with or it's your birthday because you're ban- I, I, I've taken something from it. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very, very, very seldom speechless, and uh, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> I think we. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's a good ending. For he the broke show. me. <laughs> yeah, he bro- he broke you. <laughs> <laughs> you broke the bet. Um, he, bro- he broke the bet. He broke the bet. And also the bat Mandalorian. Um, hey, I'm coming the back. Bat I'm coming back. I'm waking up again. I'm getting out of this stupor. Yeah. Um yeah, Okay. Good, good. If you're watching on YouTube, and smash it- the like. Yeah.
1: What? Yeah. What, Dan? Subscribe to subscribe to the channel. That was the thing I was about to say. Make sure we reach the forty k. I'm 40K getting super before... nervous,
0: super nervous yeah. because we're now we're now we're now at thirty nine three hundred and eight. So we have less than seven hundred to go. Make it we'll happen. Make it, make it so. We'll
2: make it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening. Right. Thank you Look for you-
0: watching. Thank you for joining us live, Dan. Thank you for being you i'll um i'll chat to you on whatsapp in a minute (laughs) (laughs) probably
1: well everyone else have a great week be kind to each other and
0: uh, see you soon next week on
1: the guitar stories Bye bye
2: bye bye